Mission with Jonesy and Amanda. You know, we haven't chatted to this fella for some time. The opposition leader, Anthony Albanese. Anthony, hello. Good morning. Hello, Anthony. Are you well? Or Albo. I always feel it's overly familiar to, to call our political leaders their nicknames. It's like you're, well, not, that's doing, right. you're not doing a sports show. No, and I don't say ScoMo because it's not. I don't have. It's not a friendship well, thing. So. I used to say ScoMo before he became prime minister. Now it's changed a little bit. It's, uh, to Sir ScoMo. Not so, but I just call him Scott these days. Actually, speaking of Scott uh, Morrison, Anthony, did you see over there in uh, the, him meeting the Queen? Have you ever had a chance to meet the Queen? I have met the Queen at uh, at Buckingham Palace when the G20, the first one was on, or de- yeah, the first G20 at the time of the global financial crisis. So it was 2009, mm. and uh, we all did the 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 long queue as the the leaders of the the G20, the major countries were there. The, uh, all of uh, President Obama and uh, all of the the leaders, Mr. Berlusconi from Italy, and oh. they 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 all queued up, and uh, it was uh, it was a, a good experience. Uh, we all stood around and had a had a very pleasant chat. For did, did did you for did you while. talk to the Queen? Well, you just very, very briefly, uh, I had a chat to the Queen, yes. Mm. Are there uh, a lot of protocols where you're told, don't say this? Imagine Mr Berlusconi, you know, be careful. Don't mention bunga bunga parties. (laughs) So that's right. There were some interesting characters in uh, (laughs) every queue that A lot of your life must be um, making other people feel comfortable. I mean, the the Queen's life is that too. How do you deal with characters? that come up to you in the street because you never know what you're going to get from them. Oh, look, people, Australians in particular, are pretty friendly. Um, occasionally you'll get uh, someone who wants to have a, a, a crack for whatever reason, but, but Australians are, are very, very friendly, I've got to say, even even after the uh, the state of origin in, in Townsville. Yes, yeah. I felt for you walking up in, the- in Townsville. How'd you go? Walking back from the stadium, oh, look, Queenslanders love their footy and it was just a great experience. I just think the fact that they were chanting Queenslander even when their team was 30 points down, good mm. on them. It was a great atmosphere. But it seems to some p- political leaders, they attract a different kind of attention. So Malcolm uh, Turnbull, for example, there was some reason when he was on the hustings, people suddenly became obsessed with giving him animals. Like, And it started like with someone's cat and then someone bought a rat. And then someone, That's right. And it was, he was like Dr. Doolittle for a while there. Do, 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 <laughs> do you find that? Cause, and it was like Bill Shorten, they they get him to eat stuff. Hey, Bill, eat this. We want to see you eat stuff. And, and right. Bill would have to eat a, a sausage sandwich in a strange way so it didn't look odd. Well, you don't have to eat it in a strange way, of course. Uh, but I uh, I find people know I love my dogs, so they uh, people always introduce me to their dogs, but that's great. And so that's easy, where, are you, easy. where are you with your vaccination? How I mean, I, I know you've been critical of the rollout and with the recent st- um, case, two cases of COVID in Sydney. It seems extraordinary that someone who's driving international flight crews hasn't been vaccinated. This is a bit of an outrage, isn't it? Well, look, we need to get essential workers done right. We were told that we'd get the most vulnerable would all be done by Easter. So I have been critical of the fact that 
aged care residents, aged care workers, people with disabilities and people who work with them, people who are working in the uh, you know the transport sector, coming into contact with so many people, they should have been at the front of the queue. We were we were told Australia was at the front of the queue, and we just weren't. There was an element of complacency, I think, last year from the government saying we're at the front of the queue. We'll have four million by March. We're still only up to. Uh, a, just under 3% of Australians have been fully vaccinated and that puts us somewhere around about 100 and something uh, as of today Mm. uh, in terms of the vaccination rollout around the world. And until we roll out the vaccine, so listeners, get vaccinated if Mm. you can, and until we fix national quarantine, uh, they're the two main jobs the government's had this year, and frankly, both of them have been botched. If you were the boss of the world, what would have you done that would have been different to what the uh, Liberal Party has done? Would have you kept it? Like it seems to me, the AstraZeneca, uh, for example, the Ast- and that, that was the great white hope vaccine when it first was uh, uh, mooted to us. But then all of a sudden, this blood clotting thing beca- clouded the issue. Issue: Is it possible to shut down uh, that talk? Is it is it possible for a government to say? look, we don't want this information getting out to the people or is that uh, restricting oh, no. information? You, you can't do that. You've got to let people know about all of uh, health issues. You've got to be transparent about it. You've got to build that trust with the population. The problem here is they put all their eggs in the AstraZeneca basket and the chickens have come home to roost. We mm. were saying this time last year you had to do what international best practice said, which was five or six deals So uh, we still don't have a deal with a drug like Moderna, which is similar to the Pfizer drug in that it's an mRNA vaccine, which makes it more flexible for different strains that come in and has been shown to be be more effective. And uh, if we had have done that, when the UK had a problem with AstraZeneca, they just switched people over to Moderna because they had those options there. It's, it's risk management, basically. If you're, you're not sure, and it's fair enough that, that people weren't sure about how these vaccines would go, people weren't even sure that mRNA vaccines would work at this time last year. But other countries had deals done and in place uh, in order to, to manage the risk. We, of course, were trying to produce our own vaccine in Queensland that didn't didn't work unfortunately uh, with the CSIRO but we didn't we didn't do that we we're too busy boasting and the government slapping itself on the back and saying it was at the head of the queue and and that simply wasn't true well it's great to talk to you Anthony and by the way thank you for the uh, the craft beer the Albo corn ale I enjoyed that it was very nice oh very good yeah they sent that me a carton the- uh, yeah, well, that was that was after a mention. So you've done well. You'll probably yeah. get another one. I, I might be like Christian Cristiano Ronaldo. Might be like you know, building up the the share price of uh, corn ale. Oh, you you can dream of his sponsorship dollars. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's a bit of a dream <laughs> as well. Dream. <laughs> well, it's a, a nice to talk to you. Thank you, uh, leader of the opposition, Anthony Albanese. Albo, thank you. Jonesy and Amanda's. Ah! 